Beyond One Day is presented by Eastland Fairfield Career and Technical Schools, serving 16 school districts in Franklin, Fairfield, and Pickaway counties in Ohio. Students in 11th and 12th grade are eligible to attend. Eastland Fairfield has enriched the lives of thousands of students since 1968 by delivering exceptional career technical education for a changing world. Learn more about Eastland Fairfield by visiting eastlandfairfield.com. Have you ever asked yourself the question what you will be one day? Well, one day isn't so far away when you think about it. And by making the decision to attend Eastland Fairfield, you join thousands of students across the country who are making their one day a reality now through career technical education. Maybe you aren't 100% certain what you will be doing in the future, or maybe you've been completely certain since childhood. No matter where you are at on your journey, be assured that the decision to build a skill, learn a trade, prep for post-secondary, earn a credential, and save money is smart. It's brave. And your one day is on the right track by enrolling in Career Tech. Beyond One Day podcast is to help you feel more at ease with your decision. It's to solidify your choice and build your confidence. This podcast accompanies the One Day web series comprised of six episodes, which follows a day in the life of six of our students as they navigate the day, learning their skills, taking academics, and balancing life. The podcast will dig deeper into the issues brought to light in the web series. And each episode will feature an interview with one of the students featured in the video, along with special guests like an alum, parent, teachers, and associate school counselor. This podcast is hosted by Beth Probst, founder and CEO of At The Core. At The Core was founded to serve students as they prepare to make the very important decisions that surround their transition from high school to their future. I'm joined this morning by Stephanie, who is a senior in the welding program here at Eastland Career Center. Did I pull you out of class to do this? Uh, no. No? No. Okay. So you were just, were you in a study hall or you just haven't started classes yet? Well, I have first and second period, which they're over by 930. So Excellent. And so will you spend the back half of today then in your lab program? Yes. Excellent. So I am so curious. I mean, I I have to point out that you have chosen a program that is not traditionally split pretty evenly, probably between um, men and women. And and I'm sure the same with the field of welding. So I'm I'm wondering, um, did that that play any kind of role in you helping, you making a decision about whether or not you wanted to participate in welding? I mean, not really, because like when me and my sister were growing up, we were always in the garage with my dad and hanging out with his friends. So we were always around male figures. So it wasn't uncommon for us to be hanging out with all the uh, men and all that and just being around them. Awesome. So, and that, so that was a comfortable place for you. Yes. Yeah. And then when you were in the garage, were you doing some hands-on things with dad? Did dad have you like using tools or repairing something. Some dads are like that, especially with, with daughters. <laughs> um, he, we would try and re- help him with stuff, but usually we were the, uh, had to go fetch the tools a lot of times. And that's okay. That's <laughs> it. That's where it starts, right? Yeah. You got to know the difference between a hammer and a wrench and a drill. Good. Um, so I'm wondering um, how you went about then 
picking that lab program. So there would have been several hands-on type programs that you could have done here that may have um, played to that interest that you had. So tell me how you chose welding. Um, when I was 13, uh, me and my dad and my uncle were all in the garage, and my dad was just welding up something on one of his, on his Mustang. And I was always curious from growing up. We were always told, oh, don't look at that light. It'll hurt your eyes. So, like, just always being curious what that was growing up. And he find like, I was asking him about it, and he's like, well, here, go grab the hood, and we'll give it a try. So we spent hours just welding all the scrap we could find and making whatever we could to put together. And that's when I fell in love with it. And, like, from being that age, I knew that's what I wanted to get so into. So you were welding at 13. So it yeah. was a natural next step for you to come and participate in a formal program where you could learn for two years. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Um, so in that program, um, just quick pit stop about, about the uniform. So I saw you, you know, in the video and you have your, um, what do you call your uniform? Uh, do you call them? Overalls or like uniform or? It's just our uniform. Your uniform. And it's appropriate clothing for your lab. Um, so tell me a little bit about that. I mean, sparks are flying and <laughs> and you've got long sleeves on. I mean, it's it's made for that process, right? Yeah, like our clothes are all like FR rated and we are always given a lab what's, jacket. What's FR mean? Uh, fire, fire, fire re retardant. Yeah, Maybe? fire okay, retardant. Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> so yes, keeping you from are, catching on fire. Yes. Good, yes. And like we are given our gloves and all our safety stuff beginning of the year and given through it throughout the year when we go through it or use it or just we need new ones. And we're given a jacket, our welding jacket, which is a typical like also flame retardant and all that. So there's always your safety things you got to take and our uniforms are just more clothes to help along with it. And those protect you as you do your job. And I think that they, you know, I've already and been around here today and saw students in other uniforms, you know, for their, their career tech labs. So yeah. that's a pretty common thing around here. So tell me a little bit about your time inside the lab. I'm assuming that it's a mix of learning and projects. Is that true? Uh, yes, but with a lot of our projects, we're mainly learning through them. So we don't we do uh, some class time, but we're always learning through the projects we do and getting better through that. So it's not always being drilled with a book, being told, and it's not something you can learn by reading about it. It's something you got to practice to get better at. So you may learn a technique and then you go practice it, and then you get better as you practice it because you've been doing that hands on. Yes. So when an instructor is going to teach you something, do they do they kind of call the attention of the whole group and say, okay, today we're going to work on this kind of welding technique? Um, and might they demonstrate it, or how how does that how does that learning that initial learning actually take place in the lab? So usually, whenever we get presented with a new style of what we're going to be doing, we he will separate us, give us some book work about basic safety and stuff like that, and he'll pull us out in groups of five, then do like a 20, 25 minute basic run with us and showing us what to do, and then having us practice it till we're comfortable doing it on our own. So he draws us out separately to work with us individually rather than doing it in a big group of us and like some people are shy doing it in big groups so yes yes they may not yeah it, people always respond better right in yeah. the one-on-one -on -one. <laughs> yeah especially when we're learning something um okay the other half of your day so we've so we've talked about 
what that life is like a little bit inside of your lab. Is that the second part of your day here, your senior year, or the, so your academics are in the morning, lab is second part? Or yes. Flip, okay, good. So in the morning, so when you come, are you a coffee drinker? I'm just asking. Uh, more energy drinks. Energy drinks. Okay, <laughs> good. You've got to have something. So you come in the morning and you're going to tackle your academic classes. And as a senior, you probably don't have much to do from an academic perspective. So you're you have two classes. You told me of two classes yeah. this year. You have a um, uh, math and English. A math and an English class. Okay, yeah. so both senior level math and English classes. Um, that's a pretty good balance, I would think, to your day. <laughs> yeah, you've just got the two classes. Um, can you tell me a little bit about the the academic classes, especially as they might compare to the classes you had in your home high school? Are they are they challenging? Are they appropriately challenging for you? I'm gonna say they're appropriately challenging because um, with what we're given. Where it's not too hard, but it's also not too easy to where it's, you're not learning anything. But it's not where you're stumped on it for a long period of time and not understanding it. And if you do come along with problems, you can't understand. They take time individually to help you. And like in the mornings, we have like 20 minutes if you show up early to go down to our, um, I can't think of the name of the room, mm -hmm. but it's like the library, mm -hmm. and you go down there, and they'll help you with homework problems and questions you have more one-on-one, -on -one, so you're not wasting time in class, or you don't want to be embarrassed. So which, are those teachers that are that are available to help you, or are those other students? Uh, they're teachers that show up early and help other students. Awesome. And then um, I know you kind of talked about, too, that when you run into something in a class, um, you might have some of that more personalized learning like you do in your lab. And I thought that was a, a great thing that, again, you had shared just before we had started this podcast. So um, academically, last year, let's go back half a step just to make sure that I understand what last year looked like academically for you. Do you remember? <laughs> sometimes <laughs> sometimes students are like, oh, I can't remember last year, so I'm putting you on the spot. What did what classes did you have your junior year? Um, in order, we I remember doing lab, and then I'd go to English. Mm -hmm. And then pretty sure lunch, and it went math, mm -hmm. and then um, social studies, mm -hmm. then science. And your science last year. So you had a lot more academics last yeah. year. Yeah. Good. And so the balance is a little different this year, I'm yes. sure. And okay. with um, the science class, if you take it your junior year, you won't have it your senior year. And same with uh, American history and social studies. They combine those two classes into one year so that way you already pass them so you can get out to school to work and get your classes out of the way very year. good okay so that is kind of that concept of meeting what you need to meet to be able to graduate mm -hmm. from high school in the state of Ohio because <laughs> yeah. at the end we really do want that right and, and yeah. so being able to put a check mark on those classes junior year freed up time in your schedule yes right Okay, so being able to work. So now we're talking about the school to work program. Are you participating in that this semester? Uh, yes, okay. I was the fourth or fifth one out of the lab to go school to work. And what that is, is once you qualify with your academics, your attendance and um, um, like your behavior wise mm -hmm. and all that, if you're qualified for all that and you're not falling behind or anything, you get um, some labs, it's second nine weeks or 
a month, you can go out to school to work, which you'll leave early. You'll sign out after your academic classes and then go on to work till your work day is over. And you do that today? Yes. So tell me a little bit about what your work is like. What kinds of things are you doing at your employer? Uh, so right now I'm working um, at just like a company that makes racks for powder and e-coating. But I went and applied for the local 189 union up here in Columbus, which is the plumbers and pipe fitters. So uh, beginning of March, I'll get a call back about um, more stuff to get through the application process. And then until then, I plan on soon going to corner cocosing, which that last nine weeks, I should be able to do a week on and a week off of schooling. So that way I'll qualify for a whole week at work and then the next day come back and catch up on academics. So that requires some great flexibility, not only from, I mean, you're, you're crafting a pretty unique path through your senior year. So tell me a little bit about that flexibility. And, and I mean, are you negotiating, are you negotiating that with, with Eastland Fairfield or with Eastland Career Center or are you, um, is someone kind of acting on your behalf? So, uh, the flexibility with like the week on and week off thing it started last year they got a kid try it and he excelled through it and he did great kept up on his grades and everything he needed to do and then like I've been talking to my lab instructor and he is extremely helpful with anything any questions or certain career paths you want to follow into so it is really great and he helps a lot with that so it's not like it's not challenging to get it done, but you have to make sure you want the drive to do what you want to do. So you have the support, but you have to do, you have to know what you need to do and identify what those are. And you said um, you've already been in touch with the union, and so they, they might be guiding you a little mm-hmm. bit too. But these are a lot of very adult <laughs> kinds of things that you're doing. You realize this, right? It's yeah. pretty, pretty different <laughs> than a, a traditional high school student. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I love it. Good for you. That's a great experience for the real world. Um, I'm curious. I, I would love to know, you know, you're, you're almost at the back end of your high school experience and your two years here at Eastland Career Center. I'm curious what wisdom you would share with a student who just got their letter and they've been admitted, but they haven't set foot here yet. They haven't, haven't, haven't been in here as a student yet what would you want to share with them what wisdom just don't hold back anything you want to do and it's extremely exciting to get accepted like we still have my acceptance letter hung up in the garage and it's just exciting to be accepted and make the friends you can just be yourself and don't hold anything back and do what you want to do wow I love it that is awesome tell me about your plans after high school uh, plan on going straight into the workforce and either going into the union or working up to get somewhere to be very successful. Excellent. So thinking of that, kind of defining what, what that very successful feels like and looks like, last question, when you consider your your future in the world of work, so looking out a little further out after high school, mm-hmm. can you finish this sentence for me? One day... Um, I just want to be a successful welder or at least a successful woman. I think you're well on your way to both. (laughs) Thank you, Stephanie. I'm so glad you could join us today. Thank you very much. (laughs) 
I am so grateful today to be joined by Dean Coleman and Ann Boucher, who are both academic teachers here at the Fairfield Career Center. Thank you both for coming today. And join us. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to hear. You know, teachers are very important in our lives. We remember our teachers. Mm-hmm. And I and, and here I know it's the same. So let's start with the easiest question of the day. What do each of you teach? And what do you teach? Sure. Um, I, I teach environmental science and physics and anatomy. I am a math teacher. I teach integrated math three, algebra two, and the senior class um, transitions math. Excellent. And how long have each of you been teachers of high school students? High school students. This, I taught five years overseas, and this is my fifth year teaching in uh, the U.S. And this is my sixth year teaching. This is my second year here at the Career Center, but sixth year overall. Were you in a traditional high school prior to this? Yes, I was in a traditional K-12 high school um, and actually, and, and one of the districts that feeds into this career center. So it's neat because I, as the students that I had as sophomores, I now have as seniors. So you followed them, I, and they and they followed you. Yes. Very good. So and for me, I taught in um, a tra- traditional high school and a charter school as well. So, as well. so so interesting. So you've you've seen through a lens, a couple of different lenses as well. So have you, mm-hmm. Anne. So very good. So let's talk about you know kind of I think the the purpose of of getting a chance to speak with both of you today is to really kind of shine a flashlight on what academics are like in, you know, for a career tech student. And um, one of the things that always cracks me up, sometimes I think students, when they come here and they see how awesome the labs are, Mm -hmm. they think, well, maybe I won't actually have to take any academic classes. (laughs) Does anyone actually say that out loud or did I just say that out loud? Yeah, Yeah, they get shocked. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. And, and yes, they do have to take academics because they're... Because they still need to fulfill their graduation requirements. Right. And and I get that question often, too. You know, mm-hmm. what, what what will my child do if because they realize that they're in lab part of the day? And I said, yes, but the other half of the day, they're still taking their, their same core academic classes that they would take at their home school. They still need to meet their English requirement, their math requirement, their science requirements. It's just instead of doing that nine periods out of the day, they're doing that, you know, four... Um, or so so and that and that also I think there's one more there's that social studies one in there too right that they have to get in that in that in the back end of their of their high school but let's talk a little bit too let's touch on you know in order to do those academics well and kind of intelligently in their junior and senior year there's probably some pre-planning that needs to go into their freshman and sophomore year from an academic perspective can either of you kind of talk a little bit to that we do build on what they've already brought and studied. And so everything is that they've studied previously is very important. Awesome. Freshman, sophomore year, mm-hmm. math-wise, algebra one, geometry, making sure that those concepts are, are still fresh and revised so that we can build on them here at the Career Center so they can fulfill their um, upper-level math classes and, and graduate. Um, we really... Uh, Want them to graduate. Want to get them. We want them to get their certifications as well as their academics. You're counting on them having I, a solid um, foundation. Absolutely. Yes. So when they are here, they're going to be half day in academics with teachers like you, and half day in their career tech labs. Um, 
they're going to to meet those requirements to be able to graduate and um, take the same types of classes that they would in in their high school. I often think though that there's an opportunity to weave in something that's maybe more relevant to their mm-hmm. to their career tech experience. Does that make sense? So so Anne, you're nodding. So yes, tell actually, me what comes to mind. Last week, I paired up with one of the pre nursing instructors, and right now in my anatomy class, we're talking cardiovascular system. And so her pre nursing seniors taught my juniors how to use some of the some of their equipment, how to find a pulse, how to um, take blood pressure readings. Uh, and so it's neat that we can do that. I, I've paired up with exercise science before, um, and construction tech with my physics group, and HVAC with my physics group as well. So it's neat that we, you know, at, at any point in time, I um, can find a lab or activity, and I can kind of lean on my um, on my lab partners as well and say, hey, I've got this idea and we have the technology here and we have the equipment here and that's been such a um, a nice resource to have um, and a luxury to have because you know at traditional schools you don't necessarily have that readily available you have paper and you have pencil or yes. you have technology but it's in the form of, of a computer yes. it's not necessarily technology that would be used and, in and in my it. life yeah and that's what I use with my physics lab we were talking thermal energy um, thermal energy and we were able to go to the HVAC and he has an equipment that you can see like the that you can scan and take pictures you could see the body the temperature it. it was really neat and so you know those those are, are, are nice equipment you know few and far to kind of come by um, so it was cool that those kids had that experience um, yeah in math we try to relate um, what they're experiencing in labs with tolerances, ratios, measurements. Oh, please don't um, take me back to high school. Now. <laughs> it's a little. That's a little too close. <laughs> well, it's neat when a student is able to see that we just covered this in class, or there is relevance, and especially when it comes to banking and money, that's a real life skill. We cover those in classes, um, and we really do. As as academic teachers, we really mm-hmm. do try to make. Uh, to, to, to merge the two so that we can have a, 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 an experience for the students that is not completely you know, just foreign. It's so that they can relate to something back in the lab or back in life. And they said, look, this is, this is what we learned in math or this is what we learned in science. It's applied. It's related. It really is. And, and I think, I think anyone's, anyone who has an experience like that, that's mm-hmm. a more sticky experience. I, yeah, tangible experience. Yes. That's a, another good word. We're, we're going to remember it more when mm-hmm. it's tied in mm-hmm. with other things that we already find interesting or that we're, we're thinking about. I will point out, Dean, to you, uh, we interviewed a student earlier who is an, an uh, senior HVAC student, mm-hmm. and um, we were talking about his concept of the linkage that he sees between the relevance between his academics and what he's doing in his career tech lab, and he mentioned specifically math. Oh, and, exciting. And I know, I, I know. know. And he, and he talked about being able to measure things and making sure, you know, that that, you know, that was such a critical component of uh, that math was key to being able to do what he was going to be doing going forward. So yay, and math. That, and as a math teacher, that is a, an exciting buzz day uh, yes. when a student comes back and we, they say, we made a connection. Yep, yep. And, and so, we, even, we even got him on, we recorded him. So it's a, it's a real thing. <laughs> he said it and oh, we recorded it. I know. Oh, yeah. my goodness. I know. 
So, so I'm wondering. Um, oh, and it be, before we get off of of that concept of of that connection between what you teach, is there anything else that we missed, or any other stories that popped to your mind? It looked and like that's just kind of what I just wanted to mention too, and especially from that traditional setting, we really try to go beyond that sit and get. And I always remember, you know, what it, does it, that mean? Sit and get like as a student um, in their set. You know, a lot of times you walk into a classroom and the students are just sitting there and they're just getting and receiving information. Oh, you know, yes. And so we try to go beyond that the, and, you know, flip the sit and get, let them, you know, apply um, and, and. So this is this is really weird. I, I we can, I, I'll just share this. I remember taking Latin. In, in high school and learning what the root of the word educate was. Sure. E, e ducere, ducere means lead, mm-hmm. and E or EX means from. So, so funny you say that. The sit and get always makes me think of <laughs> pouring things into a child. Right? Just, just pour it in. Yep. When educate really means lead from, lead from, lead. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I remember learning that and thinking, oh, wow, that's really different than my high school experience. Yeah. And you, so. you helped me th- think of uh, a point in my career here. I've been so used to lecturing. Mm-hmm. I'm a traditional math teacher. We have textbooks, and I get here, and it's different. Mm-hmm. The students are different, and my colleagues were so helpful and helped me rethink how to teach my class, group work, stations, mm-hmm. um, and really try to, to make it connect. And that really has been a fundamental change in my education mm-hmm. of learning how to teach a subject that's been around for thousands of years, and yet in a way where a student go, yeah, I got it. Sure. So that's been exciting for me. The what colleagues it, here really have been... It's been a growth. Yes. It's been a growth opportunity a for you too. Growth. Yes. And it can be challenging and the planning can be, you know, stressful. But then when the students are passionate about it and you I, and I notice there's not as many discipline, you know, because they're engaged and so they're not off task or not, you know, so um, made, it's worth they've, it. They've it's made, worth it on my end. So, you know, to, to, to make those activities and make those assignments mm-hmm. uh, that, I, that I know they'll enjoy and learn in the in the process one of the things so i i have a a student myself i have a daughter who will enter a career tech program this next fall one of the things that i've always thought and will will it'll be interesting to see it in practice but i've always felt that her academics the fact that she'll have them down i mean you know it is a long day when you're in Mm. a traditional high school setting and she will just have it condensed into a three or four period you know, chunk of her day. My, my vision is that she will be very energized perhaps for those classes. Do you see that? Do you see maybe more of that than, than a student who has to go through the entire slog of a, of a day? Again, noticing the students that I had as sophomores, seeing them in, in, a their, traditional, traditional, yes, right? in their traditional setting versus here, I do notice that difference. Wow. Uh, you know, you still have the children at times tired or sure. they're, you know, late night working jobs. Um, Net- but, Netflix. Yeah, Net- <laughs> that, that might be involved in <laughs> could, some degree, yes, Fortnite or whatever, you know. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, I, I, and and maybe it's a thing of, you know, and who know, I like to think that they're engaged and, and, and they are, but at times too, it's, oh, I'm, I'm going to do this because I know I've got my lab or and, and I know I've got work to study after this so I need to be prompt I need to be diligent with and efficient with my time purposeful purposeful yes yep. uh, okay. so I do and see meaning, that I yep, notice that more. and meaningful they have a value yeah um we're not soft on our rigor Mm-mm. we're not soft Good. just because it's this you. career tech doesn't mean that you have an easy out 
often it's very much uh, the other way. You have to be on point and you have to work hard and the rigor is still there. The expectation is still there. Yes. And so we have homework expectation, we have deadlines, we have projects. There are penalties for missing those deadlines just like every other um, respectful colleague in the teaching profession. And we so we have a responsibility to to the student, the parents, to everybody involved that when you come here, we're as serious as you are. Mm-hmm. It's a business. Good. You're business minded. You're going to be a business owner. You, your job you're is to be prepared. To be prepared. And that means in every way. So um, I really want to thank my lab partners because without mm-hmm. them, I think my students might have not been so faithful in coming to class. Sure. So now that the, the expectation is you have to be at lab, so why not, since you're here, just come on over to math and put we'll on a big it, old we'll smile. We'll make it happen. And get that calculator <laughs> right out and we'll just have fun. So and we try and they look at me, roll your eyes, but we got to do it. We have a job to do. Mm-hmm. Let's get busy. Let's get to work. And like you said, one of the big takeaways is when you have a student circle back and may, they've made that aha. Oh, that's a they've, joy. Yeah, mm-hmm. that is the best, isn't it? So you've hit on... Um, one of the the common misperceptions that I was hoping that you would get to, let's dig into that a little further. Um, Some of the common misperceptions about academics at a career tech school. Dean, you've already mentioned, you know, that it's not an easy out. I I think that is a common misperception Mm -hmm. that people think. um, and, And quite frankly, it comes on some level from um, maybe based in my experiences, you know, I'm a, I'm a 50-year-old parent sure, sure. of a kiddo who's getting ready to make this transition. I remember mm-hmm. career tech from when I was growing up. It probably was a place where things were mm-hmm. not as rigorous academically. It was a place where, at least where I was growing up, I grew up in Indiana, very similar career tech experience, um, but this would have been, you know, in the 80s. Kids were, you know, perhaps not those that went to career tech were not those that might be successful in a traditional high school setting. So those are things to overcome. And I and mm-hmm. I think maybe um, that's a common misperception. Any yes. thoughts about that? Well, that and, you wanna- and we've tried to, you know, um, offer f- for our higher achieving students as well. We have CCP courses, college credit plus courses yep. to show, you know, parents to show students, hey, we're serious. And if your child is, is thinking college or at least wants to be in that environment where they're going to be challenged even even a little bit more um, in, in those courses, uh, we have uh, math um, pre-calculation. CCP. We have an anatomy CCP. We have an English College Credit Plus as well. Um, and then working on a history one too. So we're trying to, again, um, like you said, kind of overcome that stigma mm-hmm. um, and give give the parents, students the, that option. If you want to go to college, we want to support you all the way. Yes. There is no missing links. There's no missing information. Um, also, today's workforce is a lot more, mm-hmm. the expectation is higher. Um, so, not so only soft skills, but soft those skills. but those absolute tangible, can you measure this? You Do me- you understand yes. what it means to, uh, the competition know, to measure is heat? Out or, there mm-hmm. from, yeah. from everywhere. So And so companies are competing, they want the best. So we want to produce excellent students that are not afraid of hard work, whatever it takes to get the job done, and no shortcuts. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. uh, there are no shortcuts if you want to have something that's worthwhile. So that means some, many of our students work 
So I say you work in two jobs, one for your pay packet and one for your education. So mm -hmm. I kind of get the sense from you two that you, you might be teachers who go out of your way to ensure that your students learn what they need to learn. Am I... We're, uh, we're open mm -hmm. for after-school tutoring. Mm -hmm. yeah. We can do uh, anything throughout the day. We'll call, yeah. make phone calls home. Mm -hmm. At any we'll, point in time, we tell my students, hey, I'm available through, you know, through email any time. So, you know, if, if you're struggling with a problem, don't come tomorrow and say, I didn't, I didn't understand. I didn't do it. Come no, today. no, you better email, email me. me and say, yeah. hey, I'm struggling with this part. I'll get back with you. Therefore, you're coming in the door and you're, we're on the same page. Um, and that has come through talking to our colleagues, too, and seeing mm -hmm. how hard they work. Yes, it helps. And thinking the results that they expect. So, makes me think, okay, I want to be part of that team. And as a parent, I'm listening to that, to that, your desire for them to communicate with you. And I'm thinking that that is one of those skills that we want our children to have as they mm -hmm. become young adults and, and move eventually into whether it's moving toward college and needing to talk with a professor mm -hmm. in that same way or speaking with an employer. And that's what, yeah. you know, and we tell them often, advocate for yourself. Yes. They'll, they'll often have questions about um, courses. You know, juniors are getting their schedules right now and thinking about senior classes. Talk to the guidance counselor. Advocate. See how many credits you have. You know, you, you need to reach out and, um, and trying to support them in, in doing that. So final question that I, I, I really would, a final thought, I guess I'd like to, to kind of close this segment with, and I'm thinking of those parents that have a student that has been admitted, mm -hmm. they uh, are going to be starting up in a, in a program soon, and that student, you know, is going to approach their, their lab with excitement, and you, of course, want them to approach their academics with excitement. What wisdom would you share with that parent that is the kind of the, the nuggets of, of that, are, that are the keys to success in academics here at Fairfield Career Center. Oh, I've stumped you now. Well, I'm thinking. No, I'm kidding, yeah, I'm no, kidding. I, no, I'm, think I'm, away, think away. No, and we can cut this up if we want to, but. Um, Consistency and support as much as you can every day. Mm -hmm. um, the decision they've, they've come is, it's always easy to try and give up on something when it's hard. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. And it's hard, but I tell you, there is a goal at the end of career tech education, which is just fantastic. And that is an employable opportunity to start a career, to what I call uh, make move out money. <laughs> yes. Without a student loan. Mm -hmm and to be able to say I can contribute to society right now as a senior straight out of high school. Um, Skills USA pre prepares you for with interview skills and with character building and leadership. Um, and so I would say that, that when the student gets a little bit worn down mm -hmm. because I've got homework and I've got obligations and but remind them that also their homeschool is also on there cheering them on. That there's still the pep rally to go to. You yes. can still connect with your friends. But there is a goal that you and I sat down with and we mapped this out. And entrepreneurs are lonely. Sometimes it's a lonely field. Mm -hmm. To be an entrepreneur, to be a business owner, to be one that's going to go out there and make a difference. Um, I would say the fact that they even put on the uniform, mm -hmm. caught the bus, left their friends. That's a success. And, and yes. came on their own 
sat in the classroom the very first week and not know anybody. Mm -hmm. That needs to be applauded. There needs to be Absolutely. a big cheering section for that. Absolutely, and so I agree. Remember that uh, leaders uh, sometimes uh, they're out front, right? That's why they're leaders. I'm I'm hearing I'm kind of the the phrase that I wrote down as you were talking was kind of keep your eyes on the prize. Mm -hmm. You know, kind of be sure, sure. that you can w when you're in the middle of it and you're you know you're up to your armpits in 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 more math problems than maybe you'd want to do today. Yes. You can be sure to <laughs> look up and look out and and remember what it is that I'm marching towards. Yeah, and sometimes sure. we have to do hard things. On our on our way to get to where we're going. So, and did you have anything you wanted to add in terms of just? I don't he, think he I did, was going to say yeah. he did. <laughs> Not no, cover off the wall there. Yep. No. I, I, yeah, I I agree. Um, you know, and these it's neat that to see these students like you said that first day everybody's quiet um you know you know they, nobody knows each other or um but then after that first week that lab you know it, it becomes kind of a little uh, a family little network and you've got the people cohesive group. Yeah, all yeah. The way down from sugar grove up to whitehall that are that are best friends and that's neat mm -hmm. um you know the the dynamic there and um, and to be immersed with people that, that want to be challenged and that want to learn the skills just like they do, uh, it's, um, they're, they're going to learn and, and they're going to have fun doing it too. When you see employees come, employers come out ready to employ someone, put them on yes. the payroll, when you see these certifications that are mm -hmm. industry certifications that high schools, high school students mm -hmm. are taking and studying for very, very hard, they study mm -hmm. hard. The same thing, the same industry standard that an adult would take. Yep, makes you proud. Ten years their senior. Oh, it um, just it gives you goosebumps. It does. As a, These as a, guys, as a parent, they, it really does. They may not realize now, but we believe for them. Yeah. We'll hope for them and we'll encourage them because one day they realize, oh my goodness, that was the best thing. Yeah. Well, I am so grateful that you spent a little time with us this oh, ap afternoon, and and just the hearing the academic leadership that both of you bring to the table here at Fairfield Career Center. Um, I know, I hope that parents listening and students listening will be proud and excited to potentially sit in class with you one day. I hope so. so parents, come on in. Yeah. Parents, come and see us. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry, math and high school. I'm 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 done. Run let's, the other let's way. Just say, all done. Bye bye. Yeah. No. And. Thank you guys again. Really, you, really Dave. appreciate appreciate your time and attention. Thanks for listening to this episode. We hope you continue to learn more not only about Eastland Fairfield, but more about career technical education and the boundless opportunities it provides to students. Now make sure you visit onedayefcts.com. That's onedayefcts.com. It's the hub for newly accepted students and their families who have been accepted to attend Eastland Fairfield. It features our one-day video series, the podcast, and more. Beyond One Day podcast is a presentation of Eastland Fairfield Career and Technical Center, and it is hosted by Beth Probst of At The Core. Episodes are written by Purposeland and edited by Truthwork Media. You can learn more about Eastland Fairfield at eastlandfairfield.com.